0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another Punk Rock Horror Podcast Band Showcase episode. Matt here, obviously. Well, uh, today is really cool. So we've been kind of teasing this band coming on for hot minute now, but we're finally able to publish our episode uh, with uh, our interview with Plasma Canvas. It was totally cool to hang out with Adrian and Jude. um, Talk about like informing us of the background of the world that we don't understand or know too much about and it was just really really insightful and just really cool um we do have to make two corrections though before we jump into this episode so uh one is so the show that um is being promoted that was at the aggie is actually now been changed and is at hody's half note so the date for it is still on november 29th with copper teeth cheap perfume the ghoulies and the sickly hex plasma canvas will be playing that show with them so it's just it's just a change in venue it's went from the aggie to now being at hody's half note that's h-o-d-i apostrophe s if you need to know how to spell it and also uh because we really want to help them out plasma canvas is also doing the very last show at the downtown artery on halloween night and it's the big gay costume party and this is a very um kind of bittersweet thing i mean even bittersweets might not be the right word for it because the downtown artery is just a really cool venue we've talked about it here on the podcast before and it's just a real shame that they're they're closing down and so less said about that probably best for right now but do anyone that is working there and knows that place do know our thoughts go out to you and we hope that you have better luck with your endeavors in the future and that uh it, we're just really sorry that this happened and that's just true um but yeah so plasma canvas is playing the big gay costume party on halloween night at the downtown artery and we'll be playing a show with copper teeth the cheap perfume the ghoulies and the sickly Hats on november 29th at hody's half note all right so that's just what i wanted to uh disclaim to you guys and with that being said let's jump into the interview Welcome back, everyone, to the Punk Rock Core podcast band showcase episode. That I'm Matt. I'm Cody, and this is the episode where we bring on underground bands who are ready for that push to give them a little more love and put the spotlight on them. Today, we are humbled and honored to be joined by the legendary and awesome Plasma Canvas. Hi. <laughs> Thank you, Adrian. Thank you, my uh, my gay friend Jude. Is that no, Jude? My dude. Jude, my dude. Jude, my dude. Yeah. No. I'm, Jude, my dude. Yeah. I'm Thank Adrian. And this is Jude, Adrian, my dude. My dude. Right. Yeah, See yeah, what yeah. happened yeah. is I put both of them together. Yeah. My came <laughs> my, gay my gay friend, friend Jude, <laughs>
1: my dude. I mean, you know, I'm gay enough for the both of us. Never yes, mind about good. the credibility of the show. You're off to a great start. We're doing great. It's only downhill from here.
2: <laughs> so, it's a good start alright
1: thanks for having you guys on
2: here yeah, okay. that was good. All right. cool. check out Plasma Canvas <laughs> um, but no thank
0: you for being yeah. here this is this is really exciting I've been looking forward to this all week hey thanks yeah, man thanks for having us so uh, yeah I, I mean uh, we've been hanging out for a good probably what an hour now at this point yeah you yeah. fed us some food and yeah. we had <laughs> some yeah, coffee Yeah, delicious
3: biscuits and gravy <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it was thank dope. you Dan right, we gotta be careful <laughs> with you that or else that's be go gonna be again. a norm
0: from now on every band in the comes on has to get big biscuits and gravy it's gonna be kind of hard for the bands out of state we're just gonna to have to ship biscuits and gravy to them oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we're going to say, okay
2: for the interview you need to make sure you go eat biscuits and
1: gravy an hour before you come on yeah. we'll ship you the ingredients you make to, it, it yourself it's gonna be an equal opportunity podcast so like we all have to like sound like we're in a biscuits and gravy coma <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is um so let so
0: Plasma Canvas. Let's jump into it. How did Plasma Canvas come to be, and how did it become Plasma
1: Canvas? Well, you see, a funny <laughs> thing happened. Um, I, One time at Bandcamp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not quite that long. One ago. time at <laughs> <a> plasmacampus.bandcamp.com. Uh, <laughs> now, so. I, uh, I grew up in Missouri and like I came out as a trans woman when I was on my 24th birthday. And uh, I came out on stage to like 500 people, it was super dope uh, with my old band. And like, um,
2: go big, go home, right? It was cool. pretty
1: cool. We ended up winning the battle of the bands that night, it was dope. but Nice. Uh, what, what ended up happening was, like, about a year later, that band broke up, and I moved, to, um, I moved to Denver and then ended up in Fort Collins about a month after that. This was uh, December 2015, and um, I'd written a bunch of songs within the year that I was out as trans and living in Missouri, and, like, I, um, you know, I, I have always known that I, like, wasn't supposed to stay there my whole life, and so I just, you know, I ended up in uh, Colorado and i just had all these songs and i just really wanted to record an album you know Mm -hmm. like i had never done it before i was like i'm 25 i'm not getting any younger like i'm gonna make this happen for myself and so i posted an ad on craigslist looking for somebody to record the drums for me and i'm like i can play every other instrument by Mm -hmm. myself i just can't play the drums Mm -hmm. and um so this guy named dave seitz ended up hitting me up um and uh him and I actually recorded the first record together and it started out as like he was just going to be a professional like, you know, he was going to just like play drums on the record and uh, eventually we were like, you know, we're jamming and um, I was like, well, I like these songs and he's like, I like these songs too and like we just booked a couple shows and then, and then after that we were a band like we liked playing out as a two-piece you know there's something about a dynamic that like you know it's just me and one other person you know it's just like a mutual trust thing between me and one other dude and um but uh me and me and uh dave um built a name for plasma canvas for um about a year and, uh, and then in June of uh, 2017, Dave um, had a lot going on and needed to take care of some like stuff in his life. And so he stepped away from uh, the band and uh, then Jude joined because um, our buddy Zach uh, from the band Copper Teeth, which was at the time called Victim Culture, was like, I think this McCarran dude wants to try out for you.
3: Yeah, and <laughs> I, had, I had just moved up here to go to CSU and like, I think it was, like, my second Surfside show, and uh, no. I saw Zach and, like, met him, and, um, yeah, he introduced me to Adrian after I had seen Plasma Cam display play once or twice, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and then, yeah, so we ended up jamming at Adrian's house, which was, like, tryouts, but it was really just, like, let's hang out and see what yeah. happens, and, and like it no we kinda... jammed at your house man oh yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we were in that are you the right jude yeah. <laughs> what have you done with jude <laughs> it was because we we started yeah that's right we started at my house in my garage which it, it was in the middle of summer and it's fucking hot it was terrible like sweaty terrible hot um and so we ended up, yeah, we ended up playing at your house after that, and in, in that yeah. little spare bedroom thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that summer that I joined Plasma Canvas, like two months later, month and a half later, we ended up going on this tour with Victim Culture. Oh, nice. So like a month and a half of time to learn uh, the discography of Plasma Canvas, basically.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, and no pressure. And he yeah. pulled it off, dude. Like, to his credit, he really did it. You know, and I think the cool, like, one of the coolest things that I have to mention because I do it every time I tell the story, but, like, I had seen Jude up, like, at a couple of shows that Dave and I had played together, and he was always up front in the front, like, smiling, dancing, having a great time, and I remember distinctly thinking to myself, like, man, you know, it's a shame that guy probably didn't play any instruments, because he'd be hella fun to be in a band with, like, I love that dude's energy, and then, uh, <laughs> and then Zach, lo and behold, was like, hey, I think, uh, this, like, McCarron dude wants to, to, like, try out on drums, and my uh my second thought was um there's no one else asking to try out on drums and my first thought was like if that guy thinks he can do like he's you know he's been to our shows he's seen what we do if he thinks he can do it then he's fucking in like in my mind he was the drummer without even a tryout because like i was like these are easy simple punk songs He's a sweetheart of a dude, and, like, he thinks he can do that, then he's fucking in there, dude. And,
3: I mean, the first time I saw Plasma Canvas, before I was in the band, uh, Adrian shredded a guitar so in my face. So I was, like, yeah, like, having the opportunity to, to, like, join that. I was, like, fuck, that's the energy I need, you know? (laughs) Yeah.
0: I was just like, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I think what's so charming about Plasma Cannabis and is just so intoxicating is the obvious synergy that the two of you do have. I mean, mm-hmm. even just, again, before we started recording, like, there's this obvious, like, atmosphere between the two of you that makes it so people want to talk to you and hang out with you. And I think mm-hmm. that really translate into your songwriting um a few Thank songs you. that we've been nice. listening to a lot is context and uh, lipstick revolution for me and uh what
2: yeah context i've just been jamming that out to like playing uh marvel ultimate alliance 3 <laughs> it's just a good yeah. beat'em up beat'em up song so i'm like jamming out.
4: Yeah, that's key. ironic
2: because it's
1: a love song yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a gay love song It's a, I, hey I,
2: Captain America and Falcon are on my team you're I goddamn right there you your they're best friends <laughs> no, the bromance was taken to a whole new level Cap's my boy all right? he's on my team I'm well, not, no hate I'm just saying yes I mean,
1: you know to be real like Jude's my best friend And, like, I love playing music with him. And, you know, we just hang out sometimes, and it's nice. Like, every time we get to hang out and just not talk about... Plasma canvas. I mean, this is cool. This is really rad. <laughs> yeah. If like, like, we could stop you know, talking about the band, yeah, that'd no, be great. We just, <laughs> we're just making it worse now. No, no, <laughs> no. What I was trying to say is yeah. that, like, you know, we, we we meet up a lot to rehearse, and we meet a lot meet up a lot to talk about like booking and scheduling and like all that jazz. But like, we also meet up to just get tacos and shoot the shit. Yeah, you know? mm. like we're we're homies, and we like we like just being friends. And uh, you know, I think like for me. I just, you know, like I was saying about, like, Dave earlier, but, like, me and Jude really, you know, we're a, we're a team, yeah. you know? Like, just Connect me and to... him against the world.
0: Yeah. Uh, do you think that, um, because we've had to- we've had a lot of bands on here, all with, like, up to even five, sometimes eight members, and the usual thing that gets brought up is that it's hard to keep those bands together. Do you think it's an advantage to be in a band with only two people in it? There are pros and cons. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, I would say pros is like less like artistic input, you know, like right. uh, yeah. bouncing ideas off each other, uh, which I guess is both good and bad. But like, also, me and Adrian have an amazing energy, like yeah. on stage and like like we're best friends, you know. Like, I love huh. Adrian, and I. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> you know? nice. So like, ha- like adding someone to that doesn't really. Feel right, you know, like, right. yeah, that's you know, like we've already a got third this third wheel, thing. you know. Yeah, exactly.
4: Like,
1: and the other thing is just like, where would they stand on stage? Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like Jude doesn't like to be in the back. Like every time we have to play a backline show, and he's just like at the back. I just look back at him like, I miss you. And, you know, <laughs> Baby, come back. Yeah. You Baby, come back But you know, the, the, the pros to it is like, you know, I. So I liked being in a two-piece band like from the get-go when we started this because it allowed me to just be explicit and specific about what I'm writing about and like not have to worry about if the other guitar player is going to be down to play that riff or whatever Mm -hmm. like Fuck the other guitar player. Like I I am the other guitar player. You, oh you guys need that a bass piece player. Of shit over I, there. We we have a bass player. His name is Steve. He lives in a little pedal on my pedal board. <laughs> <laughs> <And> whenever
3: <laughs> a show goes wrong, it's fucking Steve's fault. Damn it, Steve. God damn it, Steve. Um,
0: <laughs> you know, you know, we need a plasma canvas shirt that says, God damn it, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple yeah. different like inside joke ideas. Like one of them is like
1: veggies aren't real, plasma canvas vegetables aren't real <laughs> but Steve is uh, but uh, the, the thing um, you know there, there are pros to it like I get to write about whatever the hell I want and like Jude will be honest about how he feels about things and like we, you know there's just like a mutual trust that's just like me and one other person like if the only thing that's you know the, the only way it suffers <laughs> is like if we're not honest with each other and we are and like the you know the other pro is like it's um you know it's easier to get our shit around you know we we have like i mean we have enough gear for a three-piece band but like <laughs> yeah, right. you know it's easier to get stuff around and it's easier to schedule it's easier to like you know but the problem is like there's only like two incomes mm-hmm. you know right uh that's that's like one of the only cons like other than that it's pretty much just like pros we just you know we only have two people to carry things and like two mm-hmm. people to uh you know, help pay for recordings and stuff like that um, or yeah, or merch, whatever we need to pay for. Mm-hmm. Aside from income, I mean, it sounds like there's far more pros than there is cons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's only two He's egos, old. and I'm both of them. <laughs> 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 it's yeah. I mean, Definitely, to be fair, yeah.
0: you you gave yourself the name Gadrian, and uh, yeah, June right. is Jude, my dude, yeah. which yeah. is dude, that's just dude, far dude. more chill. <laughs> <laughs> you finally got it. Yeah, yeah I know. It right, right. Yeah. Anyway, I, just, I just wanted to say it to get it right. <laughs> 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 i mean, be on my nose
1: about my politics I can't <laughs> <laughs> no uh, me and
2: Matt like feel the same way like just us two it's so much easier like working with uh, even though it's like a podcast and a band is like yeah. a totally different like like aspect and stuff like, like for me and Matt just adding thinking about trying to add one more person to help out with like all this side stuff like blows our mind because we're like no, because it's like we already have our tastes. We already know how yeah. it works. We already know how our system works, and that's how you guys with your band, and it's really cool. And I love yeah. that. So that's like Thanks. I relate to you guys a lot because you're a two piece band because it's always just been me and Matt with like every project we've had. So it's it's awesome, and that's like really respect you guys for that. Yeah. And, and I think Thanks.
0: and I think that's Thanks. what the energy on this episode is very apparent is that mm-hmm. uh, the four of us are kind of in that same boat of how we both started our artistic creation. Although, vastly different within mm-hmm. the context, because music <laughs> and podcasting... <laughs> yes. You keep doing that. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm sorry, it's just, just every time we hear the word context yeah, now. It, I'm really kind of hoping we get to showcase that song. I just want to keep it up you should so write a song so. called mm-hmm. the... <laughs> it, it, every word that's yeah. going to be used hey, in Hey, you topic. must be a buzzer again. <laughs> um... But I, I think that's what the, we're getting from here, is that there is a mutual, um, I don't want to say kinship, but just, like, we're in kind of that same boat, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in aspect. I would, I would say um, kinship, because it's
2: basically family.
0: To, to our own <laughs> there. Oh, no, I mean for, like, all four of us together. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I'm just being done. We've had coffee together. Yeah, we've had coffee. That's yeah, all, all stated. Won't be blood-related. <laughs> 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 I have a tendency to over-say things and uh, think them so... I,
1: apologize. I no, I get you. I, I'm a professional worry wart. That's what I write songs about. <laughs> I, I should get back into that because I just usually re, like result in word vomit
0: and then I have to make apologies.
1: You could word vomit in the notes app on your phone and just like chop it up. True, I do and then I get to make money off of it it's True. pretty cool <laughs> do you want to run the podcast I mean I mean, <laughs> I mean I, I'm gonna start one I'm in the process of forming it but oh, like nice. uh I'm just uh if you want you can plug it, to do it. You're it's oh. not even named yet but like I'm working with some cool people and we're gonna get some really neat folks on there but like that's yet to to happen so Mm -hmm. Well,
0: (laughs) that's the luck of that. But (laughs) speaking of things that are happening, uh, coming back to Plasma Canvas, uh, what has this adventure been like for you two? So obviously we've talked about the pros and cons of being a two-person band, how it came to be. Um, What are some hurdles that you guys have had to overcome with just being a two-person in general?
1: You know, a lot of transphobia, to be honest. A lot of misogyny, a lot of transphobia in the music scene, a lot of like punk scenes are not friendly to women unless it's like a specifically like a queer punk show or a fem punk show and like i deal really? with a lot of bullshit, okay. and like it, the whole thing is like we're supposed to be like family we're supposed to be like you know like punks are punks because we're all outsiders you know yeah, like we're are. all on the fringes of society but the thing about that is like even in those spaces Yes, you know, is still dominated by cisgender, heterosexual white dudes, like for the most part. And like there's nothing wrong with being that demographic, you know, there's nothing wrong with being cis straight or white, you know? Um, it's just like what you do with with like that, that power and that level of influence and privilege, you know, like the way that you make marginalized people feel around you is super important. And, you know, we've had people you know, I've whenever we started playing whenever Plasma has started, nobody wanted to play with us because, like, I mean, we had a few friends that were cool and, like, were down, but, like, mm-hmm. whenever I started this thing, like, nobody wanted to play with us because, like, we were very on the nose about what we were about and, like, nobody got it. And then, like, um... You know, after a while, like people started to get it, and once they got it, they loved it, and once they loved it, they act like they knew it the whole time, and it was <laughs> their favorite thing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but it just, you know, it's it's been it's been wild, but like, uh, you know, what what are some things that you think, dude? Hurdles wise? Yeah. I mean, like, I think one of the biggest
3: hurdles is like we are like we're a Fort Collins band. Yeah. Um, but, like, whenever we would play a Denver show, we'd be, like, the local band. So yeah. we'd have to, like, try and sell tickets or, you know, whatever, bring the audience okay. for that show, even though we're commuting an hour to so. Right. I think yeah. I think that's been a struggle, and, I mean, right, one of the things we're working on is just getting more attention down there and all that but mm-hmm. building uh building
1: some some homies yeah. building some friend groups down in like denver in the springs <coughs> yeah well we
0: definitely got your back
1: being a yeah. for collins and denver
0: podcast well at least Hell yeah throw your name out there for sure um and that's really to, to yeah we that.
2: got a bunch of friends that would love to come see you guys oh yeah, <laughs> so, oh, awesome. yeah we and even, in denver they've been sharing your music
1: like crazy on our personal platforms and so. sweet
0: uh, especially on my Instagram, so. I'm just well, there.
1: we welcome everyone to our shows. Uh, I just really want you, you to not like a me. Fucking Nazi. Uh, actually, we welcome Nazis because we need someone to step on in the mosh pit. So that, <laughs> um. it's really fun because we record. Actually, our first let me episode. just clarify that so nobody like a sound bites. We welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck white supremacy fuck <laughs> Nazis and we have a song called kill the Nazi next door that's our politics uh, nice. guaranteed <laughs> if
0: you're on this show you're already pre-screened knowing
1: that you hate Nazis so <laughs> yeah. that is a requirement to be I on this like show I feel like it's a, it's a bummer good. because like that's a controversial statement these days which it, is really, it, really it's really not no no, no no,
2: it's not fucking punch a Nazi
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was funny because we were doing it we did our Monday uh, recording before this interview and we actually brought up like
1: <laughs> <laughs> It, about.
0: to sum it up we made a joke of that if we were going to run a co-presidency one of our initiatives would be to punch a nazi monday
1: and you would get a nice. tax break for every nazi you punched yeah. that's that's incredible <laughs> well you know i gotta say our official stance on the matter in the words of the baddest bitch in northern colorado in colorado at all the baddest punk rock woman in the whole fucking world Stephanie, Stephanie Antillian yeah. from Cheap Perfume yeah. we've mm-hmm. had to say a lot of things we thought was fucking obvious like yes it's okay to punch Nazis yeah <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You, you
0: know, sadly that's the state of the world we live in currently and also it's just really disappointing that you you were faced with a, a transphobia for oh, your, yeah. during your shows I mean do you think do you think it was deliberate or it was
1: just uneducated people? It's both yeah I don't know. say
3: it's Yeah, definitely
1: both. Yeah, I mean, some people, like, some of it is, like, the microaggressions of, like, you know, people calling me dude, man, bro, man, guy, man, dude, brother, like, all the time. But, like, that is a little bit more tolerable for me because, like, I'm going to say this proudly I smoke weed and like stoner, <laughs> stoner culture is like yeah man that was gay dude but like I don't that's not something that bothers me because I can tell when someone is deliberately trying to hurt my feelings but it's also like it kind of you know when you hear dude man bro man guy man dude and like you're desperately trying to be seen as anything other than those words like it just it just sucks because it like it's. It'll be fine for a long time, and it'll just, like, stack up on me. Mm. And every now and then I'm like, fuck, that's how people see me, you know? And it just, that really sucks. And um, and the problem is, like, you know, we have this debate around, like, well, I'm from California, and I viewed dude as a gender-neutral word, and my response to that is, like, okay, well, if you're a straight dude, how many dudes have you fucked? You know? <laughs> like, it's it's kind of, like... It, you know, I mean, it puts things into perspective. <laughs> Has anyone ever come back and been, like, five? Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, if if it's a straight dude, and I know he's a straight dude, I'm going to ask him that, but, like, okay. if I don't know. But it's just the concept of, like, ask a straight man how many dudes he's had sex with, and then Got you it. might rethink, like, your stance on that one. But it just, um, you know, and I've dealt with, like, Yeah, there was, uh, you know, there was a show in uh, Albuquerque, which is, like, nothing against the people of Albuquerque. We had a great time Mm -hmm. in Albuquerque, Um, but, like, uh, there was a show in Albuquerque where, like, one of the members of one of the other bands, uh, we were, like, talking about, like, the Jackass crew, and, like, Steve-O came up, and, like, um, there was, like, some thing that he said about, like, uh, like... It was it was something to do. It wasn't anything that like any of the jackass dudes said, but like one of the guys in one of the other bands was like threw out the T word, and like um, and I was just like what you know. And for anyone who doesn't know, the T word is tranny. It's okay. like yeah, uh, I thought that was, a, a, I was like yeah, and man? it's it's not a not a cool word, and like okay. you know, um, I'm not a fan of it. And uh, so this dude just like casually threw it out there, and I was just like I'm sorry what? And he like said it again, and I was just like all right, motherfucker. Like, okay. Like, and I just had to like walk away from it. And then like from the stage, um, I said like, this is a trans rights song. And then I looked right at him and I was like, not a tranny rights song. And I just like, I don't know I've dealt with shit like that, but that's very rare to be honest. Like Mm -hmm. people generally, you know, people generally are good. People generally want to be there for each other. And like, take care of each other, and nobody really wants to hurt anyone, but, like, you know, I find that, like, whenever it is overt and intentionally shitty, like, everyone in the room knows that that guy sucks, or that chick sucks, Mm -hmm. you know? And
3: we make it extremely obvious on stage that this is, you know, Adrian Every show says we're the gayest punk band in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah, that even goes Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's like <laughs> that's great. And, then, <laughs> and then the folks that come up and talk to us afterwards like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So typically it's, you know, we yeah. it's a good experience afterwards, but I
1: yeah. wanted to be yeah. apparent that like, you know, like let's say you're a closeted person and you're in the audience, and you just happen to end up at a show, and you're anxious, and you're looking for community. I want to be the person screaming from the stage, like, this is your space. Yeah. This yeah. is your show. This is your community. We are the loudest, gayest band in the world, and we are, like, one of you, and you are one of us. <laughs> so, Fuck, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, that's exciting. I, I love hearing that. Um, <laughs> and with great. that in
0: mind, we've actually talked about this on the show, uh, not our band showcase episodes, but on our regular uh, content. How punk, the punk scene, just punk in general, is in this weird metamorphosis change of, of letting go old punk traditions uh, to. Like shock value? Yeah, like yeah. shock value, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Saying things just because they go against the grind. Yeah. Um, Silly stuff. And it's. It, 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 they're progressing, but uh, it's going at a slow rate. What would your opinion on that be? It's boring. Shock value <laughs> is so boring.
3: I mean, yeah. yeah. I, 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 it's just old. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: It just uh, punk punk is punk isn't dying. It's just the old ways are.
1: Yeah, yeah I and, mean, you know, it's yeah. never it's never been cool to punch down. You know, like it's never yeah. been cool to like make other people feel like shit. And right. uh, it just intentionally doing that just to get a rise out of people. That's just you living in your own privilege. You know? Like,
0: and there's some bands where that works for because that is their thing. Like Guar. That's always been yeah. their thing. That's who they are. <laughs> yeah, when, they're, yeah, when, they're
1: self-described like trash bags. And yeah,
0: like, and they own it. Like that's yeah. that's their. Th- when okay. you say Guar, you know what you're getting. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That, somehow Guar is the exception to that, <laughs> I, and I don't know why. They are a unique experience. think mean, it's Because they, they they're fully wild. accept
2: that they're not human beings. <laughs> they are
0: not. They're not they of this world. That's... I think. I think it's also because like even before Orderist passed, they did a really good job at showing that they know what they're doing, that they know yeah. who they are, and yeah. they
1: accept being called like scumbags and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. they are. Mm-hmm. And, and, and <laughs> it, it, it's, exactly, yeah. it's worked out for them. <laughs> I think, um, you know, on the issue of like shock value and like the old punks, like I think uh, people saying when did punk get so safe? Um, my view on that is like it absolutely has gotten safe, but not in the way you think it did. Right. Um, <clears throat> punk rock being safe is you know everyone's um it just it, it feels like you know the the like leave the politics out of music punks can eat my entire ass because mm-hmm. the dead kennedys have been yeah you know like dead kennedys were doing that shit and it's like i um i'm firmly of the belief that like standing something is way cooler than, like, not standing for something. And if you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. And, like, that's not to say, like, every band has to make political music. That's... I think that's kind of a silly rule to have. But, like, you know, if you're actively, like, lambasting people for having a a stance on something, you know, I think that's kind of... I think that's kind of shitty. I think, um, like, people complaining about, like, PC punks is just... It's just, like, the old ways, man. You yeah. know, it's just, it's not, I think, uh, intentionally doing things to make people feel bad is boring. And, like, getting shock value of stuff, that that's just hella boring. And it's been done over and over and over, mm-hmm. and, over and over and over again. What well,
2: it's yeah, really... It's ironic. Oh, sorry. I was saying, like... To add on to your whole, like, keep politics out of punk, like, not just Dead Kennedys, the Ramones, Sex Pistols, like, they all were political punk bands. Yeah. Like, blistering like, Bop
0: is an actual, like, yeah. political song. I'm like, get and you, you find and out when the you ask someone's that. like,
2: oh, what's your favorite punk band? And someone who's not religiously into punk will say, the Ramones or the Sex Pistols, you know, something like that. And it's like, well, they were political. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you
1: like, know, and there's nothing wrong with not being a political punk yeah, band. Like, no. Descendants never really wrote a song about, like, you know, the politics of whatever, but, like, you know, you meet them, and they're incredibly sweet people, and they're about Mm -hmm. the right stuff, you know? Like, it's just a matter of how you treat people, and, like, if Mm -hmm. your music is indicative of, like, being a total shitbag, and you're a a shitbag in real life, people are gonna know, you know? Like, and you're gonna end up just phasing out, because that shit's dead. That shit's Um, dying.
0: And I want to bring it back to Plasma Canvas, but to finish off with what you're saying, I, I also think it's that... When people say punk is becoming safe, is punk is becoming safe? I think the connotation of boring is tied tied to that, and so mm-hmm. I think that's what turns people off boring. to that. And the fact of the matter is, it's not that it's becoming boring; it's that it needs to become safe because it, the whole community is based
3: off accepting one another. And yeah, yeah, and I think that's mm-hmm. kind of i don't know i don't see becoming safe as like a bad thing it's like it's safe as in like no everybody's here welcomed here it's safe
0: like like we can bring our daughters to these shows and not have to worry about (laughs) And i
3: love that you know like seeing Mm -hmm. like you know we play at uh pinball jones which is a a all-ages venue in town and it's just like you know Mm -hmm. seeing like kids at shows and shit that is the coolest thing you know like Inspiring mm. like the next generation of punks, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, like, definitely. I'm I think when I, I could take Audrey to one of your guys' shows. Yeah, show yeah. Like that's yeah. so. that yeah. cool. yeah. Aaron, <laughs> Erin's that, just about that age. So yeah. There's
0: actually an all-ages, <laughs> all-ages show that I'm going to take her to, and I hope she nice. really, really <laughs> likes it. It's, mm-hmm. it's don't, being don't, thrown on by Colorado punk, <laughs> punk Army. Quick
3: shout out to them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And just don't forget your earplugs because we are very, we are the loudest skates. <laughs> <laughs> you make the world hear it. Make sure they know.
1: the I'm all for. I think like my version of like punk became safe yes but not in the way you think it did it became a place where like boring old white dudes who really love screeching weasel can go to a place and feel comfortable with each other and like you know but you know women people of color people that are queer like those spaces are not that's just not safe for them you know it's it's safe in the way that like you know it's not challenging the status quo because the the status quo of punk is, like, I, you know, I'm angry, and these, you know, I'm, a, I'm an angry white dude, and these are songs about, like, being an angry white dude. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, it's boring. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, like, totally you know, I, I like seeing... Um, like female fronted bands, that, even though that's not a genre, I like seeing yeah. women in music yeah. doing yeah. their thing and like <laughs> Yeah, I, I, and... I'm in the
3: same
2: boat as you. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm just now starting to get more into like female led punk bands, mostly because yeah. I've never cheap perfume. Cheap perfume. One, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cheap yeah. fucking Th- perfume. Yeah. Also,
1: Kirsten Lyon. Kirsten Lyon cheap is rad. Lyon, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, we, yeah. We yeah. I, I still, uh, even though not completely
0: punk, I still have a soft spot in my heart for Karen o. I I have loved Karen O since from Fever to Tell. Um, nice. She I she, she's just such, she's just such an artistic individual. Like I love anything she does. So I, I uh, that's where my love of wanting to hear more female sing and be at the front. Came from female people, women, Fe- female people. Sorry. <laughs> Remember when I said like when I oversay things?
1: I <laughs> it's just like the females thing. Like I don't know. just No, female, I get it. Female, what female dogs? Female insects? Women, okay. yeah, fe- female insects. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, this is gonna bug it's, it's right. out. This, <laughs> this cool. Insect um, lead band. <laughs>
3: that's insect that, warfare. That is a subgenre.
0: Female insect bands, like, and they have to dress up as like bug. Like Devora you know? from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, They're exactly. <laughs> like, Devorah, oh, geez, that like that would have
1: been she, a better she, example. she, she, yeah. Yeah. she was Devorah. really cool in Mortal Kombat X, Ten. and like in Eight. Eleven, they like stripped her and it yeah so bad. That's what I heard. It's bullshit. And I so was bad. like, oh dude, also that was like, like a fan favorite. Also, I really love favorite. Mortal Kombat. I will destroy any of you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> After this. After this. <laughs> I do have Mortal Kombat X. We are down. Oh man, I will sub-zero that shit so
2: hard. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Yes,
2: another Sub-Zero fan. Sorry, I get so excited when yeah. I hear about who loves Sub-Zero. We're nerds. most of my friends are <laughs> like, I like Scorpion. I'm like, Scorpion can go fucking Yeah, cell. get over here. now. stay over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so, Plasma Canvas. What is in the future for Plasma Canvas? What
1: big things you guys got coming up? So, uh, we are headlining the Aggie Theater on Black Friday. Yeah, November 29th. Yeah, I feel like you've been trying to say, like, ten different things this whole time. (laughs) Why don't you just, like, barf it all up? We'll give you, like, like, five minutes, just only Jude.
3: Oh, d- you can't put the Oh,
4: Jesus. You um, tell them about the Aggie show?
3: Yeah, I mean, the Aggie is uh, November 29th, Black Friday. We're going to be playing with some really killer bands. Um, so. Uh, what bands? <laughs> okay, so, we're it. actually doing the interview now. Um, Adrian's okay. going to interview me about okay. the show. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, we'll, no, walk right. we'll walk yeah. out. We'll walk in- <laughs> out. Just, just let us know when you so need us So, welcome to the Plasma Caves yeah. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> is this
1: is Jude, my dude, yep. and here's some assholes over there. <laughs> 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 Jude, tell me <laughs> about why they're here. Goodbye, yeah, these fucking guys. Matt, Cody, tell me about your creation. <laughs> dude, these fucking guys over here. <laughs> these guys... So we're we're planning we're headlining thing. uh we're headlining the Aggie Theater on Black Friday with um the sickly hex, the ghoulies, copper teeth, and cheap perfume. Yeah. And rumor has okay. it there's gonna be something called hashtag plasma teeth happening and we're not gonna talk about that.
4: Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That was a double That's how you know it's good. But <laughs> this
1: is you know, I just wanna say for anybody who's listening, which I really hope you are, please. Like Plasma Canvas on Facebook, but uh it's it's um it's a huge show and like it's the biggest thing that we've ever undertaken ourselves. Wow. And it's gonna be a really big important show and it's very like it's a it's a milestone for us, you know? Like the first time we ever get to play the Aggie Theater and we're headlining it. Yeah. How cool is that, dude. That's yeah, real. That, that is and a huge learning achievement.
3: And like, I, in my opinion, as a like as a punk in this community, I think it'd be a mistake to miss this show because it's gonna be amazing. Like, yeah, we really every single set. band is like a headlining band, so it's just gonna be killer band after killer band all night. Yeah, yeah. it's it's
1: gonna be super cool because we. Um... You know, all of those bands are great bands, and I really just wanted to put together a lineup that, like, showed off how kick ass Northern Colorado punk rock can be. yeah And, like, all of these bands have headlined shows before. They've all, like, they all fucking bring it. And, like, Cheap Perfume has played with propaganda and Descendants. Yeah. and Yeah. You know, and yeah. we, you know, we played uh, with the Sickly Hex at Mishawaka twice. Both times that we played the Mishawaka, the Sickly Hex were there. Wow. And, uh, we played nice. with Descendants and In the Whale and uh, wow. Bitter Sons and um, Dryer Fire and Sunnydale High and One Flew West at the, at the um, last year at the Mishawaka. And this yeah. year we got to play with uh, the Sickly Hex again and um, the Yawpers. And it was also Stella Luce's last show. It was incredible. Yeah. But even those shows, like it was cool, but it still wasn't our show. So this show... It's going to be a huge thing. It's a huge deal for us. And it would really be cool if all of the people that have seen us before, everyone that loves us and supports us and wants us to do cool things, like come hang out for this one gigantic show because we're going to give everyone the biggest, coolest show that we've ever fucking done that night.
3: And everyone listening to this podcast should also come to this yes. show. <laughs> yes fly in yeah, from uh, wherever, yeah. wherever you're at. Yeah, wherever. at yeah. I
1: will... Uh, give you my drink tickets because I, <laughs> I don't drink. <laughs> I just celebrated nine months no booze, by the way. Just so congratulations. Everyone. If anyone is on this podcast and suffering with addiction issues, please get help. Please don't suffer alone. Please don't let that stuff eat you. My best friend uh, died from a heroin overdose, and I will carry Tommy Modulin with me everywhere I go. And uh, I don't want to lose another person to drugs and alcohol. So if you if you need support. Uh, please get that support. I just wanted to put that out there cuz it's a very important thing. Yeah. So. Very well said. Yeah. Very well show, said.
2: Sorry, it was the name of the band that I could not remember. He was the looking up show. he was looking up a band the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And, and sorry, I didn't Delfer. mean to look they're called the Creep Shell, a female-fronted band. They uh, they're really cool cuz like it's super punky, but they throw in like swing, big band style sound to their music too. Oh, I, I'm a swing dancer, so I love that stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah heard of uh, Vagabond Swing?
4: Yeah, 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 those
1: guys are sick. I like them. That, that band is sick. Uh, there's, and, uh, there's also Creeper. There, you know, you said Creep Show, and it made me think of this band called Creeper. They're incredible. My partner loves Creeper. Hey Nova, you're cute. Um, <laughs> this is this has been really Aww. rad, dudes. <laughs> uh, where, where can everyone,
0: where can all of our ghouls and gals and creeps and mutants go to support Plasma Canvas? And where can they listen to you?
1: Uh, we have a music video up on youtube for us on context we're on facebook we're on instagram um, and you can download all of our music at your own price name your price at plasmacanvas.bandcamp.com. yeah cool.
3: and you, you can also find us on apple music and spotify and all the other all the other shits and the aggie theater <laughs> will
1: shortly have a ticket link up for the uh, november 29th yep. show cool. with uh, all those killer bands So everyone, as
0: you can hear from me and Cody's voices being overly excited, we are fans of Plasma Canvas. That
2: varies. I'm so excited right now. (laughs) It happens (laughs) at the end (laughs) of (laughs) of every episode (laughs) recently. I don't know why. Uh, He like he's super excited throughout the whole thing. Like, yeah, this is great. So if you want to find us... And catch I want us to make whatever. it a little more intimate. You know, really right. sell that. a little more intimate. you can't tell, I'm really excited. <laughs> I, uh, if you guys I'm really can't tell, i like everyone, super
1: stoked like, or whatever. See this band. I mean, they're pretty cool. See this band, I guess. No, but uh, uh,
0: really, we're, we're fans of Plasma Canvas, mm-hmm. and you will soon enough be fans of them yourself. Talk about unique sound. Talk about a band that has love between not only the two members, but also the fans that follow them dedicatedly. I mean, it's, this is just it's just a great interview. It's yeah, great having is, Plasma is, Canvas on. I mean, I hope we are lucky enough to have you on in the future yeah. again to yeah. hear about your progress yeah. after this. And, uh, I mean, what else can we say that hasn't already been said except ghouls and gals, creeps and humans, like, follow, and check out Plasma Canvas. And
2: thank you again. Yeah, thank Since you guys so much for coming on. Or whatever. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, we totally missed our question. What question? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, no, we still have This is time. the first time. Ha, ha, ha!
0: This ha! is totally the first time this has ever happened. We've, uh, we've never forgotten this question. You <laughs> <laughs> two have done that great of uh, just, like, totally absorbing
2: yeah. us. I like, was, like, really into all your you. stories so much. <laughs> yeah, we just it's wanted awesome. to keep hearing more from you two. Like, uh-huh. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
0: So we're going to ask the one question that we ask all of our bands. Thank you to Plasma Canvas for reminding us. Especially especially Dream reminding reminding me, specifically. Uh, um, What is the craziest thing that you have witnessed or been a part of at a punk show that you're comfortable with sharing on the podcast. Ooh. <laughs> I think of
1: one thing really fast. Right as long the as it hands. doesn't incriminate you. It, it doesn't do. incriminate no, us. No. It might get us killed, though. <laughs> and I don't <laughs> okay, really want to get killed by <laughs> white supremacists from Texas. Oh. <laughs> I was, oh, I was thinking
3: of the when we played at Hody's with DRI oh, and there yeah. was that Nazi in the pit.
1: Oh and um, he may or may not have gotten taken care of after the show by yeah, someone, by, awesome. by some people. Um, we can neither confirm nor deny these yeah. rumors. Yeah. Um, but Eric Hammers from Deathwish jumped off the stage to beat the fuck out of a nazi that was seen yeah. Heiling in the in the mosh pit and Eric's jewish and like just finding that out after the fact like he just put down his bass and like stomped on this dude and like kicked his ass. Jesus. And, like, nice. you know, I right started on. a Nazi punk's right. fuck-off chant. We got him thrown out. And then, like, uh, you she know. She cried here. So <laughs> like, <laughs> hell yeah, she dude. Hell here. yeah. That, that was wild. We almost died uh, from some stuff in in uh, on a tour in Texas one time. That's all I'm going to say. We had, a, we had a run-in with some people that, like, were... Very scary, but uh, yeah, it ended all. Up. It all ended up getting sorted out. We're not going to talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> Let's not talk about it, Adrian. Why are you talking about it? <laughs> so how about them Rockies. <laughs> yeah. Sports ball. Sports ball. Sports <laughs> ball. Sports ball uh, games, what about my dude
0: Jude? You got? Do you want to throw it in? He he
3: talked about the hoodie. The hoodies yeah. thing. Was, yeah, the that's, thing yeah. yeah Oh yeah. Was, I think attention. that was I mean besides the shit that went down that we're not gonna talk oh, okay. about. okay. I didn't know <laughs> if that was like a separate <laughs> thing. I didn't know <laughs> if that no, was no, no, two that. separate things, there my was, bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and cool. then um
2: I want to ask one one question, just name we are a horror podcast. Do you guys okay. have what is your favorite horror movie? Oh man. Oh I don't you have one.
3: <laughs> I don't, not enough yeah <laughs> <laughs> Adrian, take take <laughs> it. I've seen the struggles. Right. That's so. why I always ask this question. <laughs> like, uh.
1: Alright, so my thing is uh I like a lot of like atmospheric horror movies. I like the oh, ones okay. that build a very uncomfortable feeling the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And like, the like vivage, one of right? what? Like the Vivitch. The uh, witch. At the, I always
2: <laughs> call it the Vivid. Oh my it's two god! <laughs> Jesus. I tell them um, to not say that because nobody's gonna know. There's a, someone will. And so that'll be best the best.
1: the one horror movie that like had lasting long term fucked up effects on me was Insidious.
4: Yeah. Like, that one
1: <laughs> fucked me up. But I think the biggest scare in that movie for me was like, uh, so main main character lady is like walking from like one part of the house to another, and she like passes through like a laundry room or something and there's just like the kid standing there just yeah. silently mm-hmm. up against the wall. That one fucked with me. <laughs> that, <laughs> that fucked with me. But right. Insidious for me, definitely. And I, you know, that's a basic bitch horror answer. Uh, no. um, actually, you'd be surprised how
0: much love it doesn't get.
1: Right? Yeah. I loved that movie. I could take or leave the sequels, but that movie was original and groundbreaking and I liked it. True. Mm-hmm. True.
3: I actually do have an answer to this. Okay. Yes! Yeah, get yeah, Out so- was also <laughs>
1: Jordan Peele shout out. <laughs>
3: uh um well it's a series but uh the american horror story yeah which i know isn't like maybe horror but it's got that like it's accepted here. it's got it's that accepted. it's got that creepy vibe to it yeah, which yeah, which i like i yeah i binge watched a couple of those and just like stayed up till four in the morning scaring yeah. the shit out of myself are you gonna get one of those like
1: Get are you going to get one of those super edgy t-shirts that says normal people
4: scare me <laughs> 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 are you going to get one of those uh, no no <laughs> I like it when people stop being polite we're that pretty, means I don't have to be honestly, nice honestly we normal people I don't know
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man okay now are we sure that I got all the questions all right. yes okay. that was
1: that yeah. was
2: our main question <laughs> i soon. Ed. But no. thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast yeah. this was such a great interview Yeah. Uh, thank you man yeah, thanks for having it us please really go support
0: it. Plasma Canvas at the Aggie on the 29th of November it like Gadrian already did so well <laughs> with grace and poise it's gonna be a show you're never gonna forget <laughs> so please support Plasma Canvas thank you again ghouls, gals, creeps, and mutants for hanging out with us and letting us talk about horror and music with you and with that being said podcast over podcast over podcast Bye.
3: over podcast over
2: oh my
0: there you have it. That was my and Cody's interview with Plasma Canvas. Talk about two really cool people who are just really down to earth and definitely uh, give us some like cool background to what their adventure as uh, the world's number one gayest punk band is like. Um, I mean they're, they're really cool. I, I, I love talking to Adrian, I love talking to Jude, and, and I speak for Cody Double on that too because it was just they're just two really cool people and um, yeah uh, w- so with that being said please support them. Click the links below. Go name your price, buy an album from them, it goes to Good Goss, it goes to supporting this really awesome indie punk band. We love the shit out of them. So with that being said, uh, we do have three songs we're going to jump into. By the, I talked to Adrian, and Adrian's really cool, they're allowing us to pick whatever songs we want, so we decided to pick the three that we're really digging the most right now, and so we decided to go with The Killer Majestic, Lipstick Revolution, and Context. All these songs are great, and all their songs are great. So, again, please go over to the band camp, buy an album from them. It's just name your price. I mean, if you ever want a point in your life to be able to just pay whatever you want for an album, that's literally what you're getting. I mean, it's so user-friendly. I don't know what else to say on but that. So, with that being said, let's jump into the music, ghouls, gals, and creeps, and mutants, and tune in next time for another Band Showcase
1: episode.